us correct. Wait, 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 wait. You're not letting me finish, bro. This is how you become bulletproof. Bulletproof. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. So a little bit of an intro because um, this next podcast we recorded back at the American Dental Association podcast booth at the ADA conference in Orlando a couple months ago. And I had to delay it because the guest I was talking to um, had some timely things about the transition of her practice. So she said, can you wait till December? And of course we obliged, but I'm super excited about this ball of energy, this amazing force of nature, Dr. Simone Ellis. She was absolutely incredible, brought a fresh perspective about her life and her journey. You don't want to miss this one. It was just me Trey Tippett and Simone kicking it. Uh, that almost rhymes. rhymes. I like that. Anyway, stay tuned. Hope you enjoy it. And as always, stay bulletproof, people. Frame it. Just <laughs> reframe it. We had a nice thing going. You got all like, and he got he got all weird. I, I reframed it. You have a beautiful. He was watching. Voice. He was watching our our moment. Yeah, well, I, don't know. I, I wanted to hijack so it. So disrespectful. Way, we are recording, so this oh, moment is for it's everyone. Happening. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. All right, happened. guys. I'm, I'm all right. excited. Well, it's Trey and I from the Bulletproof Dental Practice, and we have a new friend, a new friend to me at least, Dr. Simone Ellis. Yes. And I just found out you're a fan, which is crazy. I am such a fan. You know, like those girls that are like waiting for you on the outside at the concert. You're like, oh, my God, it's Craig. Like, oh, that's wow. me. Okay, that's, like, awesome. that's like Craig at the yeah. Taylor Swift concert. Yes, yeah. yeah. Do you want me to sing a container? Or like the, the, the <laughs> tall, geeky, old man dental conference. And then right. I've been a fan of Trey's. I mean, Trey, how did we even meet? I don't even know, but I've been a fan of Trey yeah. for like... Well, which is, as we tell your story, it gets more interesting because we met because I tried to buy your practice. Yes, he did. I mean, he randomly, did. it was just listed. It was just like, hey, yeah. come get this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that turned into a whole years of like continuum. Fr- yes, yes, yes. Trey has been a great, you know, cheerleader, advocate, asset, all the things. That's awesome. Love him. So Love let's him. go. Let's unpack who you are for okay. the listeners that don't know who you are. So. You're, I, I've gotten to know you for probably about 15 minutes, yes. and you're a certified badass. Uh. I love you. You, like, came in like a, like a tornado. Like a wrecking ball? Yeah. And I'm just like, at first, I'm like, okay, I can be myself. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're going, you're going above and beyond. She's doing too much. No, I love it. I love it. So you are practicing dentist. Yes. Suits, um, and then soon to be not practicing. Yeah. By the time this comes out. Should be. And then uh, you have a podcast. So let's plug that. Which podcast is it? So my podcast is called Beyond the Church. Well, let me go back. So my name is Dr. Simone Ellis, this country girl from Kansas City, Kansas. No Born way. and raised. What? I didn't peg you as country. I mean, kind of like a country girl put some barbecue on her and she okay. barbecues good. Yeah, yeah but she, she really? turned a big city She's, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turned a big city well. Had, to, had yeah. to come out of Kansas because mom was like, ain't nothing here for you, kid. And I was okay. like, all right, well, let's get out of here. Okay, so, so KC. KCK. I went to college in New Orleans. Okay. So got the South. Uh, so went to Xavier. And that was like the number one school for promoting minorities into medical and dental school. Okay. So um, I knew I wanted to be a dentist at seven. Oh, good for Isn't you. Isn't this crazy? crazy? My That's dad awesome. was getting a tooth pulled and I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up for that. If this is what this does, <laughs> I want that. So the guy was like, come on over here and watch. And I was like, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Jeez. And so I went home. And told my mom, who was an educator, my dad was a postal worker, my mom was really big into education. She was like, all right, you want to do this in second grade? You want to be a dentist? Let's see what you're made of. And so I was in every summer science program you can imagine. Went to the best school for helping minorities get into that space because I didn't come from a family that knew anything about dentistry like that. That wasn't a thing. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. So my mom was like, 
what's that? And she was like, I want you to be an engineer. Because at that time, engineering was like really big for African-American women to get in. The STEM programs were happening. And I was like, Ma, I don't like physics. And she was like, I don't care what you like. And I was like, I still don't like physics. So I went to physics science programs. I was like, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm can I cuss on here? Or is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, no fucking cussing. Okay, great. So yeah. No fucking cussing? No, okay, great. No. Perfect. So she was, I was like, I don't know. No, it has an E on it. And I can't, I, I, I've gotten so much shit about crossing, but I just can't help myself. Oh my God, I just I cussed on the, the ADA thing we're doing here. Oh, well, you well, definitely can't do that. I did it right. Yeah, yeah, we done. We did it. You guys are banned from ADA. It's okay. Forever. It's okay. Forever today. Till next time. Thank you, ADA. It was great. I always say I cuss, but I love Jesus. So I'm like, so I was like, I feel the same way. Fuck, I can't do this. And so she was like, yeah, you're going to be physical. I was like, I'm not doing that. So I decided I'm going to industry i go to umdnj aka Rutgers now okay and i come out and i'm like i'm gonna open my office like tw 2009 i'm gonna open my office in one year and i did that shit and what is crazy is that i did that shit and i had no idea what the hell i was doing good for like, you i was falling on my face i was just like what is this right and i go to sell my practice this is three years into opening my office. Okay, so three years, like, fuck this, I can't handle it. I was it. like, what the fuck is this? And, yeah. like, I married at the time, and my husband was like, you're a horrible wife. And I'm like, I'm a horrible human. Like, <laughs> let's just be very clear, like, so all, all the things. Let's take inventory of everything you're failing at. You're no. failing as a wife. I'm failing you're as a wife. You're failing a dentist. Oh, and what are you winning? What are you winning at that nothing. point? Nothing. Oh, no, 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 that's, no, that's, that's, that's not, not true. true. Because oh, when I walked into her, your office, she said everything's a disaster, except for on the wall, Dental Economics wrote a piece on how well she opened her office. <laughs> okay, so a little a bit of article. imposter syndrome. <laughs> so we got I feel like a failure. Dental there. Economics thinks I'm not like... That is true. Yeah. That's <laughs> even worse, by the way. Because like, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I'm on the cover of a magazine. Still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, everything's the fine. Club. It's, the, it's the, the emoji in the background. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. I hope there's... You know, that meme, I hope this email finds you well. Yeah, does this email find me? You're like, oh, fuck up. <laughs> so yeah, I get the seller and they're like, yeah, I got this guy. But in the same process, what's happening, Trey was such a light. And also the guy was a light too. And he was basically like calling me out on my shit. He was like, you don't know business. Like you don't know what you don't know. And in so many words, I think of an ostrich. It was like her ass is sitting all the way up, but the head is in the sand. Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what I don't know. And that moment, that exchange was like, it's one thing to sell and you really like have done everything that you could do it's a whole nother thing to sell and have no idea of what you're selling and why you're selling yeah it. you and were I, bailing you I were bailing, bailing instead of actually it. making an attempt yeah. to and so it was like basically in some words get your shit together and that was exactly what i did so i started taking small business courses trey came in looked at my office and he was like why the fuck do you have all these birds and i was like i don't know i need all these birds to do all these things and he was like you absolutely don't need all these birds to do all these things and he's like this is what a cassette looks like and i'm like a cassette and he's like yeah this is how every <laughs> procedure is exactly the same and i was like oh my god he is speaking so much truth yeah. and at the time also too to highlight you as well this is where I start hearing about the automobile uh, MBA from Zig Ziglar. I don't know if okay, you I don't know that now. It says that in two years, if you listen to something like for two years while you're commuting, you will have an MBA in whatever oh, yeah. it is. That's so true. And so I was like, I commute about 25, 30 minutes to work. Let's start finding podcasts. This is before podcasts are like podcasting. You know, let's find them. And I come across Bulletproof and I'm like, what year guy, was that? Oh my God, this had to be in like, we just talked about this like. 20 so 16 12, like when 16 17 like so when when we started bulletproof yes, you started listening i was following you wow guys. when was wow. the houston summit 
I don't know. I don't know. Don't make me look bad while we're on live yeah, recording. Yeah, I don't know yeah. no edit, shit. Edit, like, edit I just had to do it with, yeah. with Simone. I celebrate and she was like, you. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how many episodes we did. I and think I was we like, did it. I'm not sure. What are you talking about? You were amazing. I was like, can we have to do it? He was like, yeah, people talk shit about me. I was like, let me tell you, I want to celebrate how awesome you guys have because yeah. it was voices in my car. Your voices, you and your partner were like really saving saving me in so many That's sense. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, you were talking about basically no nonsense, but like holding yourself accountable. Yeah. And I love that because I think that a lot of times in our industry, it's like a, let me like make you feel a little bit more comfortable. Let me, let me have soft skills. And it's like, well, no, like, are you really doing the work? There are people out here that are really crushing it, doing well. There are people who are struggling. The ones that are struggling, a lot of times when we look at it, it's systems and strategies that they don't have, yeah. but they don't have the acknowledgement or the accountability or somebody holding them accountable saying, but you're not really doing the work. Yeah. You need someone being that authenticity that, that tells you. Yeah. And together. you also need to have the ego that's like, I can receive that. And I just, that was what I was getting was like, yeah. girl, like you're actually doing well, but you don't know how to do it. So from that moment on, we just skyrocketed. Like I, literally took everything that I was getting information wise I held myself accountable I invested in me heavily I invested in my team heavily and we went from doing I don't know like definitely less to a mil just started growing and then we're hitting the two mil mark and then we approached on the three and so it was like now trust me this is Harvey's happening, right? Floods are happening. Freezes yeah. are happening, right? These are all things that are happening. COVID's happening. COVID's happening and I don't want to make it seem like the I in the process, I um, when I started getting my shit together, I get divorced because I was a trash ass wife. Like let's mm. call it what it was. I didn't know how to separate work life or balance. I was was it really things. that you're a tra- uh, not a great wife, or did you grow apart? Like if I you could rewind it though, if you could both. rewind it, um, and I'm I'm sure he'll never listen to this. He's not a dentist, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, and actually, we're like cool. Like, I mean, because I was like, you were a shitty husband, I was a shitty wife. It was right. just what it was. So it um, is what it is. We were kids. Right? Yeah. I got married at like I was a child bride. I was 18, 19. Oh, no when way. I got okay. Together. Yeah. We got married at 25, but we were together at 18. Right. 19, yeah. But right? yeah, when so, you meet someone at 18, you're not done growing. Yeah. So if God has you grow exactly the same direction, you're blessed. But Correct. normally, it's, an 18 year old to a 25 year old, two different people. We're totally two yeah. different people. Like yeah. I see him at homecoming <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I can't even believe I married you. Can you believe this stuff? Like, I don't even know who you are. Like, what is <laughs> going on? Like, it, it's, it's fun, you know, um, but we, we totally didn't know that. And then also, too, as an entrepreneur, you don't know what you don't know until you don't know it, right? Yeah, I say that all the time. I, I, yeah. I, I had no clue what was going on. So as far as being a wife, and I'll say this because I know I'm speaking to two gentlemen and I love you guys, but what I think happens for women, unfortunately, is there is a code switching that has to happen in the commute I talk about from the car to home. At, somehow I have to be a boss bitch at the office, and then in that commute home I need to embrace some sort of femininity to be a wife. I didn't know how to do that, nor did I even know that was was a responsibility or an expectation. I'm really and happy you're talking about this, by the way. Yeah. This, I really, I want to double click on that because I think that a lot of women have it especially hard now. Yeah. Especially hard. The man's role has not really changed. Yeah. It's always been ingrained to us to be productive and blah, blah, blah and provide. Women, especially a person like yourself who's a professional woman, it's a very 
yin and yang, right, left, yeah. right, left brain thing. Like, you know, if you're staying at home and you're, you know, working and supporting or looking for a husband, like you're a gold digger yeah. at the one extreme. Yeah. And then you're a boss bitch. You're not this cold bitch. And like, who the hell are you? Like, who you have to you? walk a fine freaking line. And if you fall on one side, there's pressure. There's women out there. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I must be, you know, your kids are being raised by a nanny. Yeah. You know, oh, you want to do that? And their judgment. And then on the other side. You know, like, oh, you don't have four offices yet? So it's like this really delicate, how do you work being a perfect woman? I mean, and it's, it's so a, obscure. It's really freaking hard. It's an identity shift and to no level, right? And especially yeah. when no one is really having that conversation. Right. So remember, all this is happening. Social media isn't a thing for real, for real, like, like right. it is now. So I'm just sitting here like, how the hell in a commute am I supposed to change my whole entire identity? Like, I just fired somebody and that's like a lot of masculine or dominant energy that's going yeah. on here and i am so to... freaking happy yes. i can't keep my mouth shut i'm just so happy about what you're saying yeah i, I really want to go through the masculine and feminine energy if you yes, don't mind i really want to do that yeah. let, me, let me ask this real quick though, don't too. derail us Mon- yeah okay. <laughs> gonna, where's he Craig, going sit okay, down. Sit okay. Down. no should i leave from the standpoint of from the standpoint of that are there resources to kind of guide you through that yeah i think now now because that, that's a really like you said, it's a dynamic, interesting topic. Yeah. That's a huge problem. Oh, God, yeah. And I think that it's now being conversations. I didn't even know what femininity, ener- feminine energy was. Like, right. who's talking about that? Where did you learn this? So, honestly, um, I'm going to have to highlight Trey again. This is crazy. Like, now I'm, this is really a good moment. So, I'm dating now because now I'm single, right? Okay. And I'm like, what the hell? Remind you, I'm a child bride, right? Okay, yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. So I got out the gate yeah. when phones right. weren't even a thing, like, for real, right. right. So, now you want to text me my whole life story? Like, is this how we're going to date? Like, yeah. I got to text you, like, you with my favorite swipe. color? Is it left or right? I'm not what? sure. Is right what man is I like you? Left right me? Now? Yeah. Can somebody help me here? I'm, I'm floundering. I'm like, and I don't know. We go, we go eat somewhere. And you were talking about, yeah, Simone, like, just take it, like, you know, kind of easy. You're, you're just you're just overthinking. And I was like, Trey, I don't even know how to fucking think this thing through. And you go, sure. have you heard of the charisma myth? It's a book. I need you to read that book. You know how Trey says it in his comment. I need you to read this book. And I go, yeah. okay, fine. That book was so transformative. It oh, was more good. of starting how to be charismatic. I naturally was charismatic in general, but I don't think I knew how to hone in on it. And that started the discovery of, well, if charisma is one thing, YouTube, let's look up charisma. And then femininity came in. So it was almost like looking up charisma, the soft side came. So I know how to flirt now with the best of them. I know how to get that energy. Um, but I also realize why women struggle with this is because when we were demanding equal rights, right? We did not take anything off the plate. And I make this joke all the time. It was like, yes, we want to be Women that have jobs and we want to have all this power. And we were like, guys, give it to us. And you guys are like, all right, cool. But we never said, but for that, I need this to be removed off my plate as well. Because think about it. Our plates got doubled. Your plates oh, yeah. stayed the same. We, our plates stayed right? the same. So we never talked about, and in the process of me pursuing a career, I may not be able to cook dinner every single night there. Right. And but the, we're also talking about uh, an American gender thing more than anything else you go to other parts of the world and the roles have not been so extremely separated correct and so women can get we call it the feminine bag right you get into your bag like with the essence of if you want me to be soft i can't have this entire like dominant extreme personality and stay in that space it's very hard or at least it's hard for me And and usually when i start talking about this women are like oh my god she's 
she's speaking the truth. And I'm like, yeah, because it's really tough for us to be, let me get my hair done, my nails, and the sensual soft side, it's very hard to be in that and also be this very dominant boss handler getting stuff done. It, it, it's very different. And oh, yeah. so I struggled. Um, and I think that, that to that point was part of my contributing factor to the failed marriage. Um, there were other things. Unfortunately, we started facing infertility very early on, right? And so that's another thing that we had. And I'm what a hot button, by the way. I, wanna, I just want to touch on that. So, like, men, what I've noticed, and I'm no, you know, expert on this stuff, but I know that we all have masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. And a powerful person accesses all of it. So, like, I use my feminine energy, I use my masculine yes. energy. So it's not this binary, like, thing where it's, like, you're all masculine, all feminine. But also, like, I think for men, one of the hot buttons is productivity. So if a man is not a producer, if he's not making money, if he's not generating, he feels extremely like his core purpose is in jeopardy. He, he gets rattled to the core. My female friends, when they have infertility, it's the same thing. It rattles their purpose. They are like, I am not worthy. I am not good enough. It brings up serious shit. So the same way a man will off himself for not being productive and have all these other mental things, it's a fertility thing for women. We have to respect that and understand it. Because I'm just like, hey, baby, we'll try, try. It's fun to try. No worries. No, no, no. This is a core thing. It really brings up a lot. You are spot on. And get this. Let me blow your mind even more. We were dealing with infertility on both sides. Yeah. Man. Oh, wow. And also, if you don't mind me trying to, was he as productive at work as you were he was a, ph he was a pharmacist doctor okay got it but was so, he as productive like generating no. so that's the other kick in the ass Crazy, too right? so when men statistics i'm not saying my opinion i've heard this when statistically when a woman outproduces money or whatever than a man, it sets up a lot of crazy shit. It's just shit like, that we don't even think about. I know, but like there yes. must be some sort of wiring or programming that the man is meant to provide. And I'm not speaking to my opinion. I'm just saying that no. when women out-earn their, their male spouses, they, you know, erectile dysfunction, like crazy shit happens. Like it's like, it's like wow, we want a boss bitch, but like we, we want to – I don't know if do. we do or not. I, I and by know. the way, these are three dentists just spitballing about jet. We have no fucking idea what we're talking about. I so just, these are just the opinions. No, of I think that I don't know if I, I don't know if we do or we don't. I, I don't I just, either. I, because here's the well, thing. it's in your mind and your heart. What do you want in your mind and what do you feel and what do you need? And there's outliers to all of yeah, these, of right? You sure. guys that You're challenging gender roles in general. And it's all the things we just talked about. Y'all just mentioned are all exactly that. It's outside the realm of what you expect. The, yes. the traditional masculinity, the traditional femininity, yes. the stress to each one of those, and it's taking you out of your identity. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. And and he was a nine to fiver. That's what I call him. Like where, he, which is not a problem, right? He's a, a he's he was an employee. Right? Yeah, he was an employee. Yeah, so his job I'm starts at five oh one. He's right. done. And at five like, o'clock, you're like, what what's going on with marketing? What about? Oh, my hygienist quit. Like blah blah blah. So yeah, you were a twenty four seven entrepreneur and a beginning twenty four seven. Yeah. Right? Was the there a misunderstanding years, of? the effort you're putting in? I think that there wasn't a, I don't think there was a misunderstanding. I just think there was a lack of understanding. The lack of understanding, like, okay. There was no confusion about how this, this commitment to it is. Like, it was just like, and again, I don't, I don't fault this person for it because I think that, again, he signed up for the college girl. He signed up for 18-year-old, 18-year-old Simone. Simone, yeah. Simone 1.0. And Simone was growing. Yeah. And uh, as she is grow. now. She is yeah. now, yeah. So, yeah, so fast forward to now I'm, I'm not only dealing with infertility, I'm dealing with divorce. My dad dies a week later after I get no, divorced. I'm sorry to hear that. Right? I'm sorry and to hear that. How old was he? 62. Oh, uh, yeah, like way too young. young. Yeah. Young. Had a stroke. I'm in a training 
with my team and they're calling me like your dad had a stroke and I'm like that's weird let me just you guys do the training let me go and then I get to the hospital he's fine my dad was such a <laughs> such a crazy person. you think my personality is crazy that guy was hilarious so anyways and so he's just fighting the nurses flirting with them and fighting with them with a stroke and I was like dad like I can't do this today uh, and I leave him and my last words was like get your shit together I love you I'll be back mm, and that was the last time oh, I'm so and sorry. so this is all happening though while you're still growing and building a practice and that's what I think that's why I push so heavy on what I talk about now it's just that work-life balance because clearly there were so many things that were out of control. And so life at that point, lively. Simone, was that the low point for you? Oh, that like, was me ripping my skin off if I could. That That's was me. Was that was that bottom? That was the worst that I think anybody could ever go through. Okay. You're losing. I'm going through. So it's psychologically, you have five major D's that you'll go through possibly in life that will destroy you. Death, disease, divorce, depression. This is all happening. I have four of the five at once in a two month time. What's span. the fifth? I don't know because I hope I never have it. Yeah, she didn't we have gotta it. Make that so up. She didn't have it. So I was like, "We got to make it up." There's got to be one she didn't have though. Yeah, so. it's just like yeah. I just she don't want five. Let's just call it diphtheria yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah that. So you know bad. the Bible, yeah. Joe, right? I'm like in it heavy. I'm like, this is I'm Joe. I'm walking. Good Joe. that you had a spiritual uh, analogy to help you through it. I was like, you know, is this what you did, God? Like, then listen, let's be very clear. Remember, he Joe got it back seven times. Run me my check. Like, I need <laughs> I need everything that I'm losing at this moment because it was at that point where I'm in a, in a corner trying to pull off my skin. Oh, poor thing. Like I'm the sorry. The pain is that hard. Did you have a conscious decision at that point in time, like a moment that you remember where you feel like I'm turning this around? Or was this a gradual process as you started to see you're at the bottom and you're going to start coming out of the bottom, out of the trough, so to speak? I think that what I will attribute my parents to being amazing humans about was that I just saw tenacity. I saw perseverance. I saw that consistently in my life. And if I'm being honest, I don't think I even knew that there was a way other than to get it together at some point. Right. I, I don't know if I had a like a awakening moment. I just think that I knew that this could not be my last conversation with myself there was a suicide moment for myself even because I was like this is not it so what does that look like if you don't mind I'm in the car with a gun no freaking way I'm in a car with. have a you gun. ever spoken about this before no oh well um you know listen I know I know we've gone deep quick yeah but I and, mean, and I think that it's I think it's really important because your vulnerability and your transparency I applaud you for it Thank you. but we as human beings this is the human experience yeah. it's a human experience it's not a simone or trey or craig experience yeah. and there's people listening to this right now unfortunately that know this level of pain oh yeah especially in dentistry and i think it's just really important just knowing that you're not alone if you're listening knowing you're not alone and that other people who are extremely successful have had troughs that were that deep oh, is permission yeah. to say okay I, I can get through this yeah and imagine if you were listening to this and it just happened to be in the car thinking what you're thinking and these words are coming to you right yeah. now you would have put it down and say okay i'm in the darkest of dark but there's always light yes 
You and can I, come out of those troughs. You can come out of those troughs, and you will. Yep. And if you could ma- wave a magic wand, Simone, if I could wave a magic wand over you and take away every bit of pain you've ever felt, I wouldn't do it to you. Mm. Because you wouldn't be this version of who you are 100%. today without that. Yeah. So as much as I care about you and I, you're a lovely, radiant human being, I would not want to take that away from you yeah. because I'd be robbing you of everything you have now. And yeah, what you I have is it. greatness. You come into this room like a fucking blast of light energy. I'm like, who the hell? What? Oh, where yeah. are? Hey, what is girl. going on? Like, I'm so happy you're in my life. Seriously. Ew. I'm like, I love this. I'm so happy we're meeting. No, but it's just it, you wash over people and you're yeah. such a beautiful human. Thank you. And without all that pain, and I believe like, and I just want to go on a little monologue. I'm sorry. But like, I believe suffering is a trough, obviously. And pleasure is a, is a height, is the, mm. is the height of the trough. And in order to experience the full gamut of life, you have to stretch the vessel of which you can carry emotion. Yeah. So all that happened during your trough is the bottom stretched and the top. Like, so the amplitude of depth created an amplitude of height. Mm. So now you carry so much more. And the radiance that you have and the energy and the, the life and the God spirit or whatever you want to call it that you have now is because of that. Thank you. So yeah. like all the things you suffered through, I'm thankful yeah. because now you get to influence your podcast and the things you do and you're influencing us and our audience. It's very fucking cool. Thank that's you. yeah, I think that's beautifully said. Yeah. That um, amplitude goes from the bottom all the way to the top. Right, yeah. I mean and and we'll get there as you continue the story, but look at you now. I know. Yeah, How awesome. Cool. I know. The you're I, the celebration you're the celebration no queen. Kidding. Like I hope you celebrate. No, yeah. It's too bad I'm not on video because yeah. you guys see what she's wearing. Yeah, we look drab. I'm just like, we no, look no, no, no. Drab. We look good. We look good. Well, we look good. I'm going to take a sure, selfie and drop this. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm she looks better. Post-production, we're doing a little selfie here. Right? There we go. There we go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're dropping that so in. I love it. The, I love the reason, it. The reason I ask about, was it a, a defined moment yeah. that you feel like, you know, maybe maybe it's you sitting in the car or maybe it's just that that trough. You've experienced the trough and then you start to see little things here or there that whether it be gradual is because one of the things I noticed when I first met you and when we talked about me coming into your office and I, I sit down and say, hey, get rid of the burrs, yeah. get rid of these instruments. Yeah. This is what I'm pretty sure you did it the next day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about someone who implements, which is so rare. Because now you see, and I, I can only imagine you with the, the mobile MBA. You start, you start listening to something. You hear it. You seem like the person that goes immediately into the office, starts to gauge it, and then get it done. And I know, what, you know we talk about, especially with Mastermind, I'm sure you see this with, with people you're working with as well. A lot of times it's, hey, do this, and then you wait. And yeah, you, you come said back that. And say, hey, do this, yeah. and you wait. And no one really goes to implement because there's a big disconnect between theory and, and implementation or strategy and you know, the, the learner and the doer. Yeah. So it's someone hunger. like you is, is, I mean, you go get it. Well, I don't, we you don't have time it. to waste, right? Like, I, I, I'm very serious about that. When you lose somebody unexpectedly, like literally you're just like, oh, okay. It's an awakening that you always have that you're like, well, I don't have, I don't have time to play with you. I don't take this moment right now that we're sitting in this space lightly. The reason why I don't take it lightly is that you could be doing anything else in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Shout out to Jay-Z. But it's really (laughs) a moment, right? It's like I don't take – so when you took your time out to come into my office, I think it would be disrespectful for me to just mismanage your time. I take that time very seriously that you thought enough about me. And when we're consulting or speaking with people or listening, you think enough about that person to really be in that moment with that person. So everything that you have to give to me, everything that you have to offer to me, I'm, I'm serious about that. I, I mean that wholeheartedly. When you were speaking up there, when you just suck at me, hey, change your mindset, that'll be the last time I say that. Because I don't take 
for granted that your moment, you're in, you're, you, us being here right now, that is a very intentional ordain, whatever that is. So that's why I took it seriously. I take everything seriously. It's, it's funny we're talking about this, by the way. Because last night, isn't it? last night, right? Yeah. Trey's like, so what's up, for you? what's up with you? What's the next thing for you? What's up? And I'm like, honestly, I'm just trying to be here having dinner with you. And I'm just trying to really enjoy this. And cheers to you. And thanks for being here with me. And then tomorrow I get to be podcasting. And you even said to me, like, hey, what about celebration? So, you know, celebrate 300 or whatever episodes. I'm like, I'm just looking to have a great conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I know I know you very, now I know you better. But, like, I love your energy. I'm like, I'm meeting a new friend. And there's going to be something we talk about that's going to be helpful for somebody that's listening. Yeah. And look at what God has for us or, yeah. or what whatever you want to call it, you know. There, there's some divine order that the has us power. talking about this. We had no agenda. We're just getting on yeah, and talking no shit. Run, no run of show. No, no, yeah. no, nothing yeah. or whatever, right? But, yeah, but I will cool. say this, though. I, the reason I'm big on celebrations are also because I did not celebrate yeah. all these milestones that mm-hmm. I was having, right? We go to the next thing. We're on the next thing. We're on the next thing. And I'm like, no. Every day when I had I had three organs fused together. I was taking Vicodin every hour on the hour. Do you understand? My when was insides, this? This is, during, this is all in that same time. Oh, uh, so you had four of the dis- happening, Oh, right? shit. And so then when I'm did the divorce open, happen? Is it? Like maybe three weeks before. Oh, jeez. Like, God, if you wanted to write it, did you write? I'm like, did you write it out just like this? Like, because let me tell you, I would have been sitting there like, ah, that's a lot for this girl to handle. And it's all happening. So I'm sitting in my mom's house because I can't, I can't freaking move. Do you understand why I sprint now? Why when I work out, work out, I run. I do runs. Like I do sprints. I am so grateful that I know what it feels like to be able to move. Yeah. Because there were moments that I don't, I, I could not move. My dad was a runner, so some moments, and it's it's a kind of special moment where if I'm sprinting, not all the time, but sometimes I get just the smell of who my father was as I'm running the sprint. When you say smell, what do you mean? Yeah, like my dad had a distinct smell. Yeah, yeah. The nostalgia. It's just like yeah. a nostalgia the memory. Moment. Yeah, it's and the I'm most like, emotional yeah. about this. That's like, beautiful. Yeah, you see me. You yeah. see me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I feel it because I'm on the track. I don't know. I run sprint, so I'm like, I'm running super fast for 30 seconds. I stop. I, I, I'm like level 10 or 11 on the treadmill, and I built myself up. There was a moment where I couldn't even walk. Do you yeah. understand? I could not walk. Yeah. I could not walk. I'm so grateful that I get a chance to go work out. Like my, so my idea of celebration, I celebrate everything. Everything. I celebrate being here. The fact that they saw my podcast and wanted me here. I just started that six months ago. Yeah. How dope is that? I'm Good at ADA. This is a little black girl from Kansas. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, what I is- feel the same way. I mean, I don't feel like I'm a little black girl from Kansas, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I just feel, like, blessed to be here. Like, you, know. you can totally be a black girl from Kansas. Dude, like, really? I don't mean, have what it takes. I'm trying to decide where to go. You and I, where once go a week. Joke. <laughs> once a week. We'll just get together. <laughs> First step is this. Second step is this. I mean, my music doesn't have to change. I told you about the weave. All you got to do is the weave. No, 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 no. It'll get rid of the grays. I will It'll take get you rid of his grays. Yeah. Immediately. I, offline, we'll talk about that. I, I love need, it. I need some I help. love it. My beautician will get you. She's got so, you. So tell me, so like with all this, you know, all the struggle and all this growth and this energy and this ability, desire to help people, what is driving you now? Like what do you want to accomplish over the next three years? What would be a success? First, I want, I don't want you to walk into a dental space without hearing my name. And I'm wow. serious about that. And like, why? Well, one, I think that we are... We're an industry that, okay, this is what I feel like my life mantra is. Okay. My goal is to make people smile mentally, physically, and emotionally. I do it physically, right? I'm okay. Dentist, right? Yeah. I want you to, when you see me, I want you to be like, oh, she brought a smile to my face. I oh, want to yeah. inspire. I want to bring Good. light and love into all that I do. So I think that, one, dentists, unfortunately, um, a lot of healthcare professionals are, like, 
we get into this bubble and it's a hard bubble. Like dentistry is hard. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. It's physically demanding. It's mentally. It's when you walk into the office, <laughs> I tell my team this, I'm like, I am only in calculus today, guys. You have got me in five different, six different subjects. I mean, it is literally like, parlez-vous français? Hey, can you do this math, uh, this math problem? Dance with me. What is, and I'm like, yeah. literally my brain is like, what yeah. is processing? We are switching subjects like so freaking fast yeah. in the office. So what my goal is, is that first we start off with getting your life together. Like, let's really talk about what do you want out of life? No one did that to me. Anything they pushed me to be a, a hard worker. Yeah. I got that down. Most dentists can take a CE class. They're going to CE the shit out of education. That's oh, what yeah. they're going to do, yeah. right? You have a problem, you just need to do a crown prep. Just do a crown prep. We'll just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm unfulfilled. Here's how to do three-minute yeah. endo. No, 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 you didn't hear me. I'm unfulfilled. Yeah, but here's a two-minute endo. And I'll, and Here, I, here's an implant. Learn how to do an implant. I'll, I'll work out. What is that? Yeah. We, so, have a, we have a blunt solution, a one-size-fits-all approach in dentistry. It doesn't work. We don't have training. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We get out. We're being told by everybody in this exhibit hall to open your own practice. Oh, here's money. Banks love us lo Easy. loaning money. Here's a whole bunch of money. Here's the 10 shares because you never you want to expand. And then all of a sudden you realize, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know and what then I'm you're doing. suffering alone and you, you feel like I'm an idiot but because I go on Instagram. Everybody's full Arch Friday. I haven't done a full Arch since February. You know, what's wrong with me? Am yeah. I not good enough? Yeah. It sucks. But well, you, that you touched on the loneliness too. Yeah. It's lonely. It's you, so lonely. And I'm like, who do you this relate is to? silly. Like, I'm not about to. I'm like, no. Like, I, and then add the woman, then add the female stuff on top of it all. So thank God you didn't have kids at the time. Thank because God I now, didn't have kids. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny, but that wasn't my calling. Like, I yeah. know that I'm not. No, at that specific how. time, that would have been really tough. That would have been tough. Because now you're married to a guy that you know is not going to work out. You have children. And now you're feeling like, I'm a shitty-ass mother. I'm a shitty dentist. Like, I'm a horrible human. Yeah, it's, I'm a, it's so freaking tough. I, I thank God now when I see my niece and nephew, I'm like, <laughs> all right, God, you know what you were doing. Like, yeah. Because I love them. I love them. I'm, I'm the rich auntie. I am a hands down. Like, what do you want? Like, the, the memes yeah. where they're throwing the money at the kids. <laughs> they want like, the credit card. I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. You're going to love And then here, take, <laughs> and then they start hiding. I don't know what's happening. Take, yeah. Go back to your, your mom. Yeah, give, go back to your dad. Give them fun dip sugar. Yeah, and just I'm say, like, I don't oh, know what's wrong with them. Oh, yeah. when you come yeah. to my house, yeah. we are eating every fucking thing. We are doing well, it's good for business, cake. you know. That's true. That's good for That's good Sticky. Yeah, she's sticking around. Yeah. Her practice Are you the type that had, like, taffy in the waiting room to pull people's crowns? I'm like, you want soda? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, Drink Mountain Dew. And, and then I'm in the room like, why are you drinking tin cans of soda? It's like when we ask patients in the chair, like, how's life going? Really good. Uh, sorry, sir. Don't talk. Don't talk right now. I'm yeah, I'm bonding. I'm so anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you got plans for the summer? Yeah. No, don't talk, sir. I, I, why are you moving your tongue so much? It's a lot of saliva. Slow down, guys. Yeah. Um, no, I, my goal is like, I want to first bring, so I do three things. The first thing I do is one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I only take 10 clients a year. The reason why. You have room for me? Hmm? You have room for me? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Like, okay, maybe it's, it's expensive. Me in 2027. It's expensive. It is, it is expensive. Yeah. Pay me. Pay me. That's what I, I'm not. I, I have expertise. <laughs> yeah. Buy your <laughs> way in, Craig. Buy your you way. Buy your way in. There's two ways to pay. <laughs> you want to go through pain, or you want to pay with money? <laughs> have it your way. Have it your way. Three currencies in life: emotion, time, yeah. and money. You want to spend emotion and time? I'm not your person. Yes. Yes. Just want to pay some money and get through this shit quick. Because let's bring you. Let's do it. That's bulletproof too. I'm because like, you don't need I bulletproof. <laughs> you can you can learn how I learned. And how Trey learned. I mean, we all had pain. But no, here's the reality. We pay, we pay people for their expertise. Yeah. And I have invested a lot. Not yeah. just my life, but I've actually financially invested. So yeah. 
I have the one-on-one coaching. Like I said, I only take 10 clients a year. And the goal behind that is we start off with, we have four models. They're each broken up into quarters. We start off with life. Yeah. It's a 12-week life program. And we literally go, you have a session outline. You have a client worksheet. I am not playing with my time again. So yeah. if you want to be my client, I have four rules. I am not your personal coach. That's not a thing. I'm here to literally guide you on how to get your life together so you can be an amazing dentist. You can be an amazing human for this industry. Um, so I have 12 weeks there. Then we move into work. What are your goals for work? Let's get that actually written down. I love when people say, oh, I want to learn how to do a CE class. Oh, great. How are you going to implement this when you go back into the office? I need to literally see if you're going to master Invisalign, what are you going to do on Monday when you go back to this office? And this needs to make sense. This needs to make sense from a training perspective with your team. This needs to make sense from a, a goal-setting standpoint. Like when I speak with Invisalign, I'm amazed at how people are like, I want to be a platinum provider. How many cases does it take to be platinum? Oh, I don't know. How many cases are you going to do for the week? I don't know. Yeah. Well, did you just come up with this out of the blue? Yeah, no specificity, yeah. no clarity. You're grabbing for it. No clarity. We're not doing that. Yeah. So let me ask a quick question before you go too far down the path. Your first 12 weeks is about basically lifestyle. Yes. Do you even discuss the business, the practice, dentistry? I mean, it comes up, but it's like time management. But it's pushed to the side because now yeah, you're, you're you're talking about the, the bigger, what are the pillars of that 12-week piece? Yeah, we're planning with the end in mind, truly. Good. Sure. What do you want your life to look like? Amen. Thank I, God you're saying yeah. that because everybody's a, that? It's so rare. How rare because is that? That's what I and think it's is so needed. It's so needed because at it, Bulletproof, the same thing. We don't want, like, you hear these things like, I want to I wanna have five offices. Well, why? Why? Well, because I want to, you know, get to eight and then I sell it. Okay, well, then, then what? Then I buy the boat and then what? You know, on, having champagne, models and bottles, whatever. Okay, for how long? And no one knows the hell they're talking about. So people think that money's going to solve all your problems. Money just solves your money problems. In the beginning, we all had money problems. We had student loans. Yeah. We opened an office. We took out a lot of money. And shit, we have like, how am I going to make payroll? So you figure for the rest of your life, it's just money. And it's yeah. not. Money is really important. I'm a capitalist. I love money. I, I, money's a tool. But at the end of the day, I think what most people really, really want is they want freedom, and they don't really know how to say that. Know you know, if it. you have an amazing watch and it's gorgeous, but it tells you what time you have to be somewhere, that's not a flex. The flex is freedom. At least for me. Ooh, I mean, say that louder for the people in the back. You can rewind it because okay. I don't know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the flex just, is freedom. Yeah, the flex, the flex is freedom. Is freedom. He's but, on a roll. He's on a roll. I but he blacked it. out. No, but it's that is that is what I really think. And most um, most Americans, I have to say, Americans, because we have a worldwide audience. No, and so I think we're we're literally a very different species as Americans. We love to just the, the America for for as bad as we can say. There's problems. We are the land of opportunity. You can be a girl like you from KC. And get all the way to the ADA. Look what you did in what, like 10 years, 12 crazy. years? That's crazy. If you're born in other parts of the world, that opportunity is not available yeah. for you. Right. So the problem, it's a blessing, but it's a curse. Because now you can literally, where do you stop? Where's the end? When is it done? You just said, I'm not stopping till I don't walk into a dental place and they, they, know my, they have to know my name. But let's That's be, big. But let's be clear. I'm very much so like my work-life balance is heavy, like heavy, heavy. I just came back from a personal trip that I took a solo trip to Singapore and Bali. I'm on my 40th country. Um, I was like, I want to get to 40 countries by 40. I travel like crazy. Good. And the awesome. reason is, is because exactly like what you're talking mm -hmm. about on the west side of the world versus the eastern side of the world, it is told, we have it wrong. Yeah, like, we do. When you listen to like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he talks about like all of the planets, all of the planets in this, like, I mean, what is it, billions? And we're sitting over here 
with these stupid problems. Like they, another yeah. person, another another alien would come from this planet and be like, "What the hell yeah. are y'all doing over right. here? We don't have it together." So I also recognize my freedom is important to me. It's a non-negotiable for me. My time with my family, I don't play about that. But it took me going through all of the drama, all of the trauma to see that, okay, what is important to me? And dentists, I don't think we ask those questions. So that's why I start there. Not about the money. What do you want your life to look like? Does that mean you taking your kids to school every single day? If that is important to you, we will build everything around that. And by, by the way, dentistry is beautiful in that it allows you to maximize and build a practice for exactly what you want. Yes. So to the working mother out there that has two kids and it's really important that she gets out at three every day, you can build that practice right. exactly how you want Correct. it. Correct. It might not be seven locations and two years, but you can build what you want. And or why seven locations? Why five? Why yeah. three? Yeah. Like because everyone is saying that's what you need to do. Everyone's yeah. telling you that's what you should do. And then they're also not living the life that you have to live. Right. The, you get everything you want. You wind up fucking miserable. It's the ultimate failure. And it's like stop. Everybody like stop shouting into the noise. Like I want you to take. I just started doing this. I didn't even have quiet time. Yeah. Do you understand? That's difficult. Do you understand? Like, the brain like mine, you can already tell it's, like, going a mile a minute. I didn't know what I wanted because I wasn't sitting with myself being quiet. Like, I didn't even know. The moment that I started having planned quiet time, and I'm not talking about a 10-minute meditation because that's cute for all of the social. I'm literally talking about spending a day with yourself. And figuring out in the noise, it takes two hours for us to actually kind of settle in because yeah. our brain wants to continually move around. So if you're only giving yourself 10 minutes, you haven't had enough time to really be clear. Psychologically, yeah, you decompressed. You Are you traveling alone sometimes? This is the first time I'm starting to do this. My husband went to Croatia and... Oh, you have a new husband. Yeah, I have a new husband. Okay, good. Because I'm Amazing. a boss bitch, and I'm going to get... I could have another yeah. husband. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mean you could, have a, you could have another could one have addition another one. to this one? I mean... Actually, we just were talking about this. I'm not, no, now what I've told my husband is, is listen, this doesn't work out. You bring your girlfriend, I'll bring my boyfriend. We're not getting divorced. I'm not doing divorce. Okay, yet. got it. Because right, that's right, not, yeah. Yeah, we'll make it work. We're yeah. going to make this thing work. You'll be as happy as you like, can be. I think, they, I think they call this heteroflexible. Right? I think it's called open marriage. I think it's called wow, we're multiple, getting deep. like we're getting all of the deep. things. Wow. I'm joking. I'm like, I just, I, I'm I think not, you are joking. <laughs> I'm totally joking. I think you're joking. But I'm just like, this yeah. to me, he's so. My wife's from Puerto Rico. So just so for the record, I don't agree with what she just said. I want to put that on. I'll be killed. Put that I will paper. be killed. Spelled like her I uncle, her uncle Julio with the teardrop in his eye, uh, you know, teardrop <laughs> tattoo. I'm watching out for him. Like my I'm wife not, does yeah. not play. I'm not here for disrupting any marriage concert. Right, I'm, right. My joke is more of like, I want to do life with this guy. Like this Good. is my life partner. Beautiful. Yeah. We're What's tell it. me a little bit about him. I don't want to hijack. So he's it. IT, okay. um, completely, totally different than me. Introverted, like chill. He allows me to be me. Good. Right? Yeah. And I need well, that. Imagine two of you. Could you imagine that? It's like yeah. me and my dad. Like, yeah. I'm no. sitting with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, do me a favor. Can you get us some coffee? Because uh, I'll be right back. I'm really I'll be right back. Here. Yeah. I'll be yeah. right back. What, what do you want? You want to drink? What do you want? We drink? need the trays in our world to mellow no, us out, right? Hey, we listen. It's five minutes to I'm noon. I'm a really good so listener. It's five really minutes good to listener. noon, so we can have our first drink. I love drink. it. I love Trey, it. Be, that's true. Be, be a stud and get us two beers. That's what we need to do. Mimosas are definitely happening. Mimosas, yeah. Shit, this will go on for five hours. Yeah. I've got to be respectful of your time. When are you on? What's your next game? I am working with Listery right now. They're just checking my stuff oh shit we could drink the listerine i've seen people do that alcohol but no 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 we will not do that because it is a clinically approved brand oh wow this podcast (laughs) sponsored by (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, do exactly. love, I actually do love listening to those shows. That's why it's easy to work with. It's easy to work with brands that you like, right? That's true. Yeah. 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 I like, you want to do what like you believe it. in. So hey, can I, sure. can I just ask you a question? Why is it colored? Because if it stains a white t-shirt, doesn't it stain your teeth? No, I think it's what those pretty things that we love. We like what we see. Okay, right? yeah. Visually, like Lucky like Charms. Do you eat yeah. the brown part or do yeah. you eat the colored part? Uh, Lucky Charms? I'm really grateful to say I don't eat Lucky Charms. <laughs> No offense. If, if you're sponsored by Procter and Gamble, we're fu- like we have to edit this that's, whole shit out. That's garbage. Because you know it's probably likely that Listerine you just does own Lucky Charms too. You just offended every like, person under lucky, the age of eight. Definitely marshmallow lucky charms. Charms like, is not okay. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? I like, love Lucky Charms. Feed, the you little can't feed kids that crap. What do you? Okay, so you're like one of these holistic. No, guys. I'm you not. Like no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I want to eat chocolate. They're raisin bran at that house. Great no, bit. raisin bran. You think that's <laughs> yeah, great nuts and raisin bran? Here's raisin bran, then he picks the raisins out. It's like, you eat that. All, all, all of these that. things we just said are terrible for you. I don't know. Well, we're going way off. What's the title <laughs> of this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like depression, random, the four random Ds. random girl from Kansas bre- comes in and, and talks, bre- four Ds talks back and about breakfast charms. cereal. Lucky Charms. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by. Sponsored by. That's right. <laughs> Put a little Listerine in your Lucky Charms. That's right. It is yeah. amazing. Oh, oh yeah. my God. It'll knock you out. Oh, my God. Yes. This is amazing. <laughs> Let's reel it in, people. Let's all reel right. it in. All right. All right. So we, we're talking so you 12 ha- weeks where you've, you've dialed into all of this. Yes. Life. You're going through life. Yes. You get them conscious and intentional about what they want yes and then we move to work now you move to work because i okay. think we should be planning right like sure. your life it's an integral piece but it's just a piece it's just a piece just a piece so where do you start with the work aspect of it what's so the first question then you we have? start asking okay what is it now that you understand exactly where you want to be in life does your work model actually fit your life model because yep. most of us don't those things we make work and then we do life, right? I'm, yeah. I'm completely opposite. So now is this model, we got this established. Your family, you're good. You know exactly what you want. And cool thing about this model is that it can change. Your life right now, if you're single and you're having a great time in your life, is going to look very different than if you get married and have children, right? So that model changes, but you're very clear on what you want your life to be like. No one did that to me. Yeah, I would have done that to you. I did that with Trey. <laughs> I wish I would have met you. Yeah. Yeah, but no it's no one did that, and that's that's uh, it's such an important thing, and people did that with me, and I have this unique talent. One one unique talent is I have the ability to hear when you're speaking in your own truth, mm. and I have the ability to call bullshit when you're not. Correct. So I would have asked you some hard questions. I would have figured out what works. The one thing you keep saying though, and I I want to just like gently push in on that. It's like this work life balance thing. And I think it causes a lot of like metric dysphoria and people to be upset because we measure ourselves to some abstract goal that doesn't really exist. I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe that you can collapse your identities. Even uh, let, let me go to the, the, the feminine thing for a second as well. Mm. I believe you can have your work that suits your life if you're intentional about it. Like I love my work. But I built it. I didn't love it. I hated it, in fact. I didn't want to be there. And now I love the work I have. And if you told me, here, my practice is worth X dollars. Here's a check for 5X. I can't take the money. I can't take it because I just love it so much. So I'm a big proponent of, like, constructing, like you're saying, constructing your life or your work to suit your life. Additionally, for those women that are listening to here and saying, I feel like I'm a shitty mom because I'm this dentist and I'm pulling in two different directions and work life out of balance. You are a wonderful mother by being a great dentist, entrepreneur, and businesswoman. When you show your children that you get up, mama goes out to work, and mom takes care of all these people, and they get the kids come in and say, wow, mom, this is what you do. You lead these people, or mm-hmm. you're a hygienist. You take care of these people. You are being a great mother. So maybe you're not showing up at the soccer game 
but you're giving your children another thing. And you had that as a, you were a child of a working mother. Yeah. So I think that we, we suffer inappropriately because we figure out, are we 50% mom, 50% wife, 50% this, and like collapsing all the domains mm-hmm. into one. I think that helpful. like in life, we have to probably be good about four things. If you are uh, usually a woman, and this was coming from the conversation with uh, Lean In, uh, the lady that was running uh, Facebook for quite some time. Okay. Um, as a woman, you have to be good at, you know, if you're um, uh, an entrepreneur or a businesswoman or a job, good at your job. Then you have to be, if you're married, a good wife, right? Mm-hmm. Then if you're a mom, a good mom. And then somewhere in there, you have to be good for yourself, right? It's yeah. these four things. It's probably the last thing that gets neglected or whatever. Well, you can't get an A at all of them at the same time. That's the problem. Like some of them are going to not be you, – because you, it's hard to show up 100% in all of these areas of your life, right? So some of them are going to fall and get a B or a C. And usually it's taking care of yourself that right. usually you see mm-hmm. people kind of – Especially as a mom, out. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – I know I hear people say a lot about the, can you really have, can it really be balanced? Well, there's a scale, a balancing scale for a reason. I do think that there could be balance. It just depends on what your scale looks like, maybe different than mine, right? So when we're talking about balance, it doesn't mean that me and your balance is exactly aligned because to me, that may be like, that may be imbalanced. I'm talking about self-individual balance. What does that look like for you? So for me, balance is working two days a week and generating anywhere between 20 to 30k while I'm working I'm serious about like let's figure out how to maximize productivity in that day for myself I'm also okay that if I don't hit my goal for that month I've already I'm okay that's the balance for me years ago that would not have been balance for me my balance now in my life is is I want to have that work I want to be efficient and effective when I am seeing patients but trust and believe I want to play as heavy as I can so my balance is more on the did I have enough time for my friends to have enough time for my family because they both can't get it at the same time so that's where i think balance is really dependent upon who you are and what you want that's why we ask the questions about life first because trey how your life is set up Craig, how your life is set up is going to be totally different than my life set up but are you happy in how that life is set up i work out on mondays for almost three hours i do i lift i go do cardio and then i go play tennis is that balance to somebody Maybe not, because that's three hours committed to gym. I get up at 4.30 in the morning to go work out. Wow. Because my gym person that is crazy, and she locks the door at 5.05. So if you're late and you got up at 4.30, oh, you're pissed. You are pissed because wow. you drove, and she locks the door. Do you listen to Dave Goggins? You, She's you give inspired me Dave, clearly you, you, by you're, him. You're giving me Dave Goggins vibe. Really? I'm like, man, I'm like, move. Come no. on. I don't want to do train with you. I never want to work out with you. Oh, you should see my trainer. She's crazy. Huh. I don't like, she's crazy. She's crazy. And like, it's a group and there's a group of people getting up if I, built different. You're Good. just built different, yeah. right? I'm not built so like that. So that's the balance <laughs> that's in there. Like, uh, you, but you guys are fit. Like, you guys no, are I know, doing I know. I just don't want to yeah, do the yeah, 4.30. There's can there's we make it 6.30? You can be fit working out at 12.30. Yeah, I do yeah. feel like, I feel like all the amazing people are just freaking crushing it at yeah. the, they're in, the leaders that I've heard or listened to, they're up that early. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's a correlation there's between that. Yeah. It between is. physical fitness and happiness. The world and favors the morning lark for sure. And this is coming from a night owl. Because thinking so, about, like, these people are like, uh, what, at your phone, what time does your phone start going off? I just oh. started doing a new thing, though. I, I put my phone to bed. Yeah. But it what just, time does like, it start? Like, people start hitting you up. Like, what time? Uh, I got text this morning at 1 in the morning. Yeah, mine's yeah. about 7. And I Six, protect seven, my mornings. Right? I protect my mornings, uh, but I do have my phone there just in case. So but that's when they stuff. start popping off, right? So they start popping off. Don't up there. say the name, but look what time this k- message came in. 
Yeah. It's, you you it's, see that one, though? That's kind of cool. Don't say it. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of, like, motivation, I was at one in the morning, but I saw that at six So morning, imagine so. that person. That's who I want to be in dentistry. Yeah. That Good. is really what I'm, I'm going after in my mind. I'm like. Have you done any of that stuff? I want to. You should. I do. So the yeah. other, the other yeah. person who I love is Brendan Richard. That's who I was yes, talking about. Yes, so, yes, like, yes. I like, yeah. and I like his stuff, too. So it's kind of like when you find these gurus these amazing mm-hmm. yeah, people yeah, yeah. you're just like who do i and i these are the coaches that i want to yeah have. you should sure. do it for sure yeah. like yeah. they're beautiful people and that's what we don't have i think enough in our industry yeah, we don't. i agree we don't well and let me say this though look at what you're doing look at what you're doing look at what you're already doing I'm yeah trying, your friend. first part of your your program which we just talked about balance a lot and each of y'all have said something about balance my deal with balance is is very much balance means kind of what you touched on if there's four things in life balance means if i do more of this i can't do some of this which to some extent is true but then there's the whole and this is semantics but call it integration and then you have that it's a little bit of this doesn't have to be less of this whether it be block the time for three hours here and then do this or protect this morning and but there is focus yes you you can't focus on four things you can focus on one correct so the other for the other fires burn but you don't want them to burn all the way down before you switch focus back to the other one. And when you start looking at understanding all of that, there's no right or wrong. You know, it's, and it's, it's going through any of the gurus, so to speak. Anybody you, you look at to as a mentor uh, or any sort of coach or any sort of vision that you have or someone that you're, you're modeling after, you take pieces here, you take pieces there. None of them are necessarily right or wrong. No. But the implementation of it is exactly what you want. I agree. And when you look at... at kind of what you've touched to and both of you all have touched to it's defining what you want yeah. yeah it's defining what you want and then going and getting it and you see those guys the guys that i i, I want to just touch you because you know him um so let me just okay you the can table. rub it right yeah beautiful. this hand touched him yesterday oh my god oh wait trey do you mind getting that oh coffee god. real quick i want no, to no, rub it they, on uh, my face for those of you that don't <laughs> know oh, got, that they're talking about me he touched yeah. me okay. yeah. well i shouldn't say that out loud <laughs> Yes. But for those people, when you see yeah. them, aren't you inspired when you see how they operate? Like, yeah. you see... So this particular person, like, behind the scenes, fucking badass. Like, wife, presence, thankful, gratitude. There's a lot of people that I've met, too, I've had the privilege of meeting, that they're one way on stage. And I've read their books. And I'm like, oh, my God, the book changed, changed my life. And then I met them. I'm like, oh, shit. And it's disappointing. Yeah, like, you wrote the book on happiness. You wrote the book on this. Like, how are you such a douchebag? Like, what? I want to give you credit because you are as amazing as I thought you would be. Oh, wow. Thank you. About like, what? you really are. Like, as amazing as I, 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 re- I mean, I reached out to Trey and I was like, hey, I, I want to interview Craig. Like, I want to get to know him. You are as amazing oh, as wow. you are. Oh, That's so sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. like. No, you I want to acknowledge you. Like you are, you embody that. No, but you're like a freaking. I just the whole time you're talking. Like we have to do this more often. We should do a series of talks I because we be are your friend. Yeah, like, we are, I, no, we're, good, we're officially I'm a good friends. Person we're to a, be no, a friend. no. I, I am the one that's blessed by this relationship. <laughs> I have very little to bring. My, I'm on the backside. I'm you're 52. Like, <laughs> like you're the up and comer. 52. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang on to your coattails. I'm okay. gonna do what I've done to Peter with you. I'm going to invite myself on your podcast. I will be, listen, he told you I implement immediately. Yeah. Just tell okay. me this. I'm like, well okay, done. she's going, she's literally going to do it tomorrow. How, how are you doing time-wise? I want to be respectful of your time. I am cool whenever you guys we're, say we're done. Well, we, we're coming up on an hour. That's so I want to, this will be a multi-part series. Okay. Well, if then you love Dr. Simone Ellis, please comment on below. And I think this will be aired on your podcast. So if you like what we had to yes. say, please comment on hers. I want and to. And we'll make this happen. One thing I do want to say as a, like a little bit of a um, kind of, Something I've, 
Well, not even a rapper, just like something I feel compelled to say, and I've worked with Trey on this a lot. I think that we can get, like when I said that metric dysphoria on work-life balance, I think that there's an obsession with making sure we're happy and how do we know we're happy. And I want to just drop something because mm. it's been something that changed my life. Um, you can't pursue happiness. If you are thinking to yourself, like, is everything in balance? Am I a good mom? Am I a good wife? Am I a good husband? Am I, how am I doing? Like, and when you start studying happiness, it's like the, it evades you because it, what you're really looking for, and this is not mine, so I don't want to take credit for it, but I forgot who the fuck told it to me. But what we're all seeking in life is peace where you're where we are. We're all looking at each other in the eyes. We're all engaged in a beautiful conversation. I got goosebumps just talking about it. I'm sorry, I'm woo-woo. But like we're in flow. We're connected to each other. This is a peaceful moment. This is where happiness kind of slips in. You don't know it because we're not seeking it. We're, we're in connection. We're in, we're in flow with each other. There's peace here and happiness shows up. And I think there's a big problem because people are trying to quantify their happiness. I go on Instagram I'm like, shit, that motherfucker's there. I can't believe it. What am I doing here? That's better than my life. And then instantly happiness is gone. Yeah. So if you can put the phone away, if you can exercise, if you could just try to cultivate peace, being alone, you will be happy. I want to add to this. I also think that we forget that the journey is also the destination That's too, right? That's all the time. Yep. Like, and so there's mm. happiness in that too. Right. I am not where I want to be. Let's be very clear. Really? I, but I'm everywhere I should be. Okay. That's what and what? I enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy it. Uh, help me understand that. I just told you where I want to be. I want to be that person. Right, but she wants to be in the journey. Right, but can you be happily achieving versus achieving so that you're happy. No, no. So what I mean by that is not that I'm not happy though doing that. I, okay. I see, I, ha I don't think that it takes away from having goals okay. and aspirations. And if Direction. I never get there, I'm still okay. Okay. The difference is, is that this moment right now, I'm happy. Good. Yesterday's yeah. moment, I was happy. Right. I'm literally happy on all the things that are starting to align to get me to wherever I am supposed to go. Because right. I know that I'll do the work. Right. Like, that's not going to question. I'm going to do the steps. I'm going to put in as my favorite atomic habit. I love the, my books, the, books, the book. My favorite book in the whole, favoritist. Favoritist book in the whole world is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah, I never read it. Great I got to read that shit. Great you got to read it. Yeah. And it's. I mean, if you're a nerd like me, like the science portion behind, like just the small things about habits, you'll love it. Because every, he, I mean, the Lakers story, have you guys watched the uh, the winning team on um, Max? No, I'm like, I don't do anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> the so Lakers story. The Lakers, like, just the, send me a text. The winning what team. I'm going to send, well, <laughs> now that I got your cell phone number, okay, shout out to me. Wait, win, winning team, <laughs> Atomic Habits. These are so great. But and these the beautician the, that we talked about. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> got you. Yeah, got All right. these little small steps that lead to the, the final destination we're enjoying those moments. So that's right. why I say to add to that is everything that you said, spot on. And the happiness portion is just the journey part of yeah. it too. We don't know where some of us will have a long journey where we'll get to say goodbye. Others, will, it'll come in a blink and we won't even know we're gone. That literally could happen, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want, I have spent way too much time in my life not having the happiness because I was always trying to get to the next spot. Now I'm like, I'm everywhere I'm supposed to be. Good. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm want to stay here, but I'm everywhere I'm supposed to be. And I'm so happy that I'm here. It's present for you. It's presence. Yeah. Yeah. You. yeah. You're present how, in the moment. How would I have known that meeting Trey years ago would have brought me to this moment? Sure. Yeah. Sometimes you, you have to go through shit like meeting Trey to get to the greatness. I, <laughs> meeting Trey. I really feel bad for y'all. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, I love you, Trey. How no, I'm the voice. Of, I'm the quiet like, voice of reason. So he was uh, part of Bulletproof. He he joined uh, as a mastermind client, and we worked together. And 
Um, I love that. Yeah. And, uh, then he just started like, you know, getting really like he grew beyond like needing any resourcefulness and he became a resource himself. I'm like, damn you. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say I grew beyond needing well, I'm just saying you, you, you did you you grew a lot and you have a lot to say. So Trey is just on the podcast. We do this thing called the Fearsome Foursome, um, and it's Trey and Dwight Bacora, two guys from Texas, joining Peter and I, and breaks up the uh, banter between Peter and I. I love that. And so it's been it's been really cool, and he, he helps out with the mastermind, and it's really neat. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. That. It's been a lot of fun. It's, I mean, and it's it's exactly what you're doing. It's a way to give back. It's a way to connect with people. And move them along whatever their journey may be. Yeah, you and can only see so many teeth, yeah. and like you got to have extensions of. Right. That's what I say. Like my 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 associates or the people that I'm touching, I'm like, girl, I can only do so many teeth, right? But yeah. where my impact in dentistry will always be is the people that have now learned something from me and now are impacting others. You are, I am an extension of you. I appreciate that. But it's and paying it. It's always paying it forward. We yeah. all have mentors. Yeah. And yeah. I think we all have the obligation to then mentor others. Oh, well. yeah. Heck, yeah. For sure. Well, that's the right thing. There's a really good um, uh, podcast. It's a book as well. It was on Oprah. Just check it out. It's called From Strength to Strength. The Arthur Brooks. Phenomenal. Arthur Brooks. Holy shit. I'm downloading that, it now. You're going to love that. Because like, that's right down your alley. So it's like the, the basic premise is like in the beginning you do. Like you were a dentist, right? Yeah. And you learned it. You mastered it. You got really good at it. You had a very successful practice. So kudos to you for that. You said now, what was the name of that one? Strength to Strength. Okay. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, that that's you know my ADD. I got to get done in like twenty minutes. So you could read the book, <laughs> you know. But I'm just gonna do that. I love it. So uh, anyway, and then the next level, the next curve of your career is happens in your forties. Like something happens to your brain, even they said. Mm. And and now it's time to just give it all back. So you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. You just knew it in your heart to do this. Yeah. And um, you know, you sold the practice, and you're gonna be out of the practice by the time this yeah. airs. And, you know, it's all exactly how it was meant to be. Exactly. No and one, it didn't, it went exactly how it's supposed to be. And let's be clear, I had fear. I still have fear. Cause Over I'm like, what? There's nothing wrong with it. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm, this is a, I knew exactly at seven I wanted to be a dentist. We talked about this, right? You're, so you're a dentist. The dentist is a dentist forever. When you go to a cocktail party, they're like, hey, what about that? And you're like, oh, my like, God. You're a dentist everywhere. I did a Like, you're a proctologist. Like, no one, like, hey, on check streets, this out. Like, please, let me be. Like, Yeah, like, what, do gynos get that, by the way? I hey, mean, you're a gynecologist. I've like, never been like, hey, girl. Yeah. Like, just like the whole, Yeah, like, but a dentist is always like, like the dentist is always like that. It's so you're crazy. a dentist forever, and you're, t- and look at it this way. Your interaction was linear. One, one doc, one patient at a time. Yeah. Now you're dealing with multiple docs on this podcast, hopefully le- reaching thousands of people. So now look at the vicarious impact. You just increased mm. your connections. Yeah. So you moved dozens, if not hundreds of thousands of people today, and they're moved to take better care of their patients. So you're still having the patient interaction. You're just leveraging your time to a larger audience. I agree with that. And I have to get over like the fear of just like, again, you're losing your, your, so my, my struggle, when I realized that was going on was this is a, I I, I don't have kids, right? This is my baby. This is my baby. It's graduated. It is now leaving the nest and there comes separation anxiety that happens there. There comes, uh, the fear of letting go, like all the things that I imagine a parent feels when they are sending their kid off to college, right? Or letting it go and letting it do whatever it needs to do. So I go to the next level. But the other part about this is that I cannot describe this more than it is in my gut. 
it is in my, I feel it so Good for intensely you. that Good. this is what I'm supposed to be I doing. I feel you feeling it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? seriously, I know that there's no bullshit. It's like, like my there. radar is like 100%. Like, you will be that person. And so I have to You are that person, that. by the way. You are that person. It's just, you're the big, you're I, a secret. I'm Everybody's secret. got it. And hopefully no today. No, she's not, she's not hopefully, that big of a secret. A secret. Well, no well listen, not everyone knows <laughs> about you. Hopefully, we made you're some You're not going to stay a secret for long. Well, I hope not. And I hope that for anybody else listening to that, too, if they feel that whether they're perfecting their craft, whether they're whatever they're they're venturing out, dentistry has so many lanes. It's like the cheesecake yeah. factory. Like you look at that menu and you're like, I could do all of these things. Like sure dentistry has changed so much. It's no longer where you have to go open a practice and go to work. You can really do some dope stuff in this profession exposure, taking time. People are like, how do you have all the time? I don't understand podcasting. I didn't understand it, right? I met my husband actually through a podcast. This is hilarious, right? He owned the podcast company. He wasn't on the podcast. He had a podcast company that he did, this is before the pandemic, where he had over 60 shows, different shows where they would come and tape podcasting. A patient says to me, hey, doc, I think you'd be great on a podcast. I'm like, what is that? Um, I don't want to do that. And he was like, well, yeah, why don't you think about trying it? And I mean, my husband, because he's curating the show. Perfect. Crazy, right? Um, yeah, I love the interconnectedness yeah. of the world all works. Of it. How it works. How and I love works. how you appreciate how the world works. It's such a great reframing and a lens for me to experience um, your story through your own lens because it's a real good refresher. A lot Thank of people you. can change stories into victim. It's really popular right now, by the way. It sucks how popular it is to take the bad and make and amplify the victim out of it. And you know, what do you mean? Like meaning like it's a popular narrative to say, this is what's happened to me. And because of that, I'm screwed or I can't get ahead. Mm. And now you just every little thing you're saying, has, you've extracted the divine guidance or the positivity out of it. You reframe everything. Mm. And it's really, it's beautiful. I didn't it's even a, notice and, that. And yeah, you do. You, because, and it. because right now you could just say like, well, I grew up this way. I grew up that way. And you know how it is. I can't, you can't get ahead or you can't do this. Or I lost these things. I lost my father. And then I got on, you know, whatever it is. You had all these terrible things and I you chose. I don't know. No, you didn't. I just <laughs> threw it. that's the other D. That's the other D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We figured it out. We figured it out. Okay, that's a great place to rap, by the way. I was about yeah, to you say, Yeah, you phenomenal. only didn't do the D. You just needed one more D in your life. I just needed a D. You just needed a little, little one more D. D. <laughs> you didn't want that D. So that's the thing. So, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying. Right. Let's bring it back to something serious. You literally had all the bad, all of them except for that D. And you just said, okay, God, what's in store for me? Like yeah. the story of Job, right? Yeah. What's in store? What's coming? Is there greatness, goodness coming? Is there a silver light, not light in there's the- There's always the, darkness and there's always and light. The, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's counter narrative yeah. to do that now because there's support groups for those. And I listen, you need support groups. But I just love the, uh, the idea that you were successful, whatever that means to you because of what happened and you see that mm. so i went and did the podcast not knowing blah 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 and then boom this beauty showed up from that or this showed up because of that or trey i met trey and because of trey this showed up so you're like you're looking at the long game in life and it's such a beautiful sentiment i hope people are listening and and learning because yeah. this the long game i know the thing that happened today seems like it sucks but god has a plan the universe has a plan there's oh, a yeah. plan in store for you just let it go. You need meaning as a human being. Like, what the fuck does this mean? Is this bad? Is this bad news? No, it's not. Just be patient. Let the lesson come around. And even the bad things reach you to deeper levels. Oh, God. That's giving me chills. So it's just that, I think. But yeah. that's what you're doing. I'm just observing you. This is not me. This is me being observer of Simone Ellis. And it's I, just fucking awesome. I'm just glad I get to be at the table with these guys. Well, it's great. 
Can I just like be in your DMs? Like, can I be? Yeah, like, I think we like, are. Hey, I don't hey even, guys, I don't even know what doing? that means, but I like the way that sounds. Yeah, I'm sliding into all okay. your DMs. All right, okay. okay, great. <laughs> That's great. That's how Peter reached <laughs> out to me. He slid into my DMs. He slid in. Yeah, it's like super weird and awkward. Hey, I'm, but yeah. Hey, listen, but, you gotta. But you, you gotta opened ask. right up. No, I'm an easy. Yeah, anybody slides in anywhere, I'm slide. I like to slide. I haven't slid in a long time. It's like long water slides. I like water slides. What's the last time you on a water slide, by the way? It's amazing. Apparently, I'm in Disney World. We just yeah, let's, just, let's leave this freaking place. You know, black girls are not like getting hair wet. Like, you're just like, oh, my God. Like, That's this, not this true. Is, oh, this is totally true. Like, we like, I'm, I'm, if, I have, if I'm going to get my hair wet, I need to have my beautician appointment right the next day. Oh, okay. Day. Damn. I don't play. That's inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, All right. So, when you, have, when you have your beautician, you tell you me, no, tell me when we're seeing her. And you and I are going to. Let me say something next time I go to hear something. I'm like, hey, babe. Can we record that? <laughs> just, hey, baby, I got a client for you. Yeah, it's not like the normal client you have, but he needs your help, baby. Let's just do this. And I'll just come on like, I'm how you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. She's going to be like, Simone, what is happening? <laughs> this is punker. This has been an absolute freaking highlight of like my weeks. I haven't, this is so beautiful. And I'm not just saying this because we're recording. I fucking love you. Your energy, your radiance, your presence, your heart. I am such a, a raging fan of yours. I love you guys too. And, and honestly, the world is amazing. I first, Trey, thank you so much for connecting us. Yeah. I wanted to see and be a fangirl and see you at the, the stage. Yeah. I would have never thought that this would have come out of it. No. But this has been so I, I'm, much fun, I'm the right? fangirl here. I am the fangirl. <laughs> Let, let, let the so can I be Beyonce it. or Rihanna? Which one are we rocking with? Yeah, I gotta, um, I gotta know which one you are. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel I feel like more like Taylor Swift actually. Okay. I'm a Swifty. Well, uh, she's like being in the news. I don't even know the fuck's going on. So no, right. she's dating. She's oh tough. boy, Kelsey. Um, yeah, Kelsey. I have yes, no he's idea. So fine. Is he he's really? So oh, he's <laughs> a football player. I have fine. no idea. That boy is fine. Right. I mean, he is fine. <laughs> you know, his jerseys have gone through the roof because oh, he's of all that. So Taylor like lifted his presence quite a bit. Yeah, I think I he mean, was already kind of like cool. Like he was already swagged oh, yeah, out. But like yeah. Taylor is a yeah. force. Yeah, she's a force. Now what you is, have every 10-year-old to 17-year-old girl watching the NFL. My daughter doesn't like Taylor Swift. My, we live in a Latin household, so it's all Aladdin? like Latina. Like my wife's Puerto Rican. Oh, I Rican. think you said Aladdin. I was like, wait, what? Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah, we yeah. like Aladdin. We do only <laughs> eat Middle Eastern food, but I love Middle East. Shout out to Cedar's Restaurant. We're going tonight. <laughs> Want to come with us tonight? What are your plans? We can't let this party end. <laughs> I'm going to be at Aladdin probably at Disney World. Oh, you're going to Disney tonight? I'm that girl by myself, and I'm totally okay no, no. with can it. We, can we just hijack yes. your plans? We're gonna, I will we're gonna come hang. eat with you guys. Okay. Like, Would you really? Hands down, yes. Okay. I like okay. Middle Eastern food okay. and Aladdin. Right. <laughs> and Aladdin. Right. And Aladdin. So who does your daughter into then? Uh, my daughter's into like, she's we speak Spanish in the house. My wife's from the Caribbean. It's a very, very Spanish household, so... I don't know the names. I could sing the songs, but I'll embarrass myself even more than I already have. I love it. But um, yeah, it's very, very uh, Latina. So what lots of Latina power. What are your kids doing in there? They're all like, what are the ages? When I met Trey, he didn't have kids. So now that he had three, I, I was got, like, wait, what? I got four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a nine-month-old. Wow. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of dancing in my house. There's, my wife, yeah. Puerto Rican, the minute the music comes on, it's just oh. it's moving. Like, just move. Everybody's moving. I'm just that like. That means you got some hip movement, yeah, too. No, huh? I was about to say, are you yeah. moving? No. I'm not really moving. <laughs> I'm good at, like, I do a chair dancing. Like, I can do, like, chair. Oh, but nice. I, I, the, it stays go down to the hips. My wife is grabbing my you know hips. You know what you do, though? <laughs> it That's stays what you have to do up. to get your movement. And then you just naturally want to move to the No, yeah. I, mine only go one way. They don't go that. Yeah, she <laughs> wants me to go this way. <laughs> I only. You can't turn. Yeah, I can't turn. I mastered the buckle lingual, just not the music oh, disc. Got yeah. it. This is, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
I have a lot of buckling on dummies. Uh, this has got. We're, th- we needed a dental joke. I we just, needed a I'm, dental joke. I don't know what I'm doing. It. I'm the audio <laughs> it's going here. south, guys. No, but I don't. I don't want to lose this. It's fucking gold. Oh yeah. I don't want to even hit the button. So it, 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 we got to make sure it's we do this. But <laughs> Dr. Simone Ellis, how do people find you? Uh, so I'm on Instagram at Dr. Simone Ellis, and then of course YouTube. My podcast podcast is Beyond the Chair. It is everything that you should be doing to be an amazing human beyond the dental chair um so love to have you guys on as well because this would be fan we got to keep this going yeah um, this and is a new friendship that's where we dr smiles.com it's it's very simple and I'm shout out to trey for giving me his glasses definitely Thank worth going and checking her out amazing amazing time thank you both see you soon guys stay bulletproof <laughs>